Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and people without beer are poor, unfortunate souls. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. We're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading The Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen. And Nate's starting with a beer. So all the mermaids, they're like... The, uh, they're like five princesses, right? So would you say they're sort of queens? <laughs> I thought of using that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They're sort of queens, as is Ariel, though she does not have a name in the book. She's just the mermaid. The, the young mermaid. One. This is Sort of Queens by Finback because their brewery is sort of in Queens. I mean, it is in Queens, but... And this is a double IPA that is 9%, 9% alcohol. And it's very good. Had it recently. Me too. <laughs> so Hans Christian Andersen, uh, this is the first thing I've ever read of his. I think that was like his version. But he's, you know, one of the one of the fairy tale writers. Or I don't know if he made them all up or collected them. But it's like him and the Brothers Grimm are the main sources, I think, for most what we think of as fairy tales. And if the rest of them are like this one, fuck him, you know? Like, this is not good. No. No, it's not. It's not good. But we're reading it because they're putting out the movie, and people are all mad that there's a black Little Mermaid, so we're going to jump in on that action. Because <laughs> the only thing that could settle it is three white guys who didn't see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and who read a book, a story by uh, the whitest man. Yeah. His name is Hans. That's, that's as white as you get. This old Dane. I wouldn't call him a great Dane, but I'd say that this story's a bit of a dog. Hmm? No? <laughs> so The Little Mermaid is one of his many, many collected stories, and it was collected, it first published in 1837, and it should have fallen out of print then. And um, it's, it's, it's short and, and still terrible. There are at least a number of things that are actually pretty familiar if you've ever seen the Disney movie, which everyone has. The first one. So there's a there's a kingdom under the sea. <laughs> With Jamaican where, crabs. Where uh, the, 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 the Jamaican crab is not in the movie. <laughs> uh, not in the book, I mean. There's no talking fish at all. Uh, so there's a father, there's the king, and he has five daughters, and there's a thing, but, and they all, and you know, they're all, they're all the princesses. And when they turn 15, only when the daughters turn 15 are they allowed to go up to the surface to go uh, see uh, to see what it's like. And I was, well, I was thinking it's more like jailbait, but though well, in they 1830s, get, they, get, they do they that like crazy Amish year <laughs> when they're 15. Rumspringer or whatever. Yeah. And so the, the one that we know of as the Little Mermaid, she's the youngest. So all of her older sisters, one at a time, like kind of, you know, go get to see what the, you know, surface is like. And they tell stories about it, but they just don't like care about it that much. Whereas Ariel, she's obsessed with the humans or whatever they're called because she has a, like a statue of a, a human in her garden I just don't understand why they know what humans are called, you know, because how they can't talk to them. How do they know all this stuff? And and whereas in the movie, it, it you made you know, there's the scene where Ariel's like, "What is this fork? This thing? It's a fork, you know." And she's like, "But what they a make it more hopper. of a joke." <laughs> yeah, exactly. They make they make it more of a joke. Whereas that's not none of that. So actually, here. in the story, it's the older sisters that are obsessed with human shit, not shit, but like human things. 
that they collect stuff from shipwrecks. Where in the movie, Ariel is the one that does that. That she has the collection of, you know, forks and Victrolas well, or whatever. Ariel has, well, a- Ariel, which does not get a name in right. the book. It's just the little princess, the little, um, little it's probably something like in Splash where you can't pronounce it. It just sounds like a dolphin screaming. <laughs> <laughs> the little mermaid has, cause not Ariel, the little mermaid has a, a, a white marble statue, which has been collected from, from Denmark, a shipwreck. Yeah, they're white. <laughs> yeah. W- w- which is collected from a shipwreck and she has it in her little garden. So she is very interested in the humans. And so finally, Ariel turns. But the older sisters, they go up there and they see stuff and they see like boring shit. And one's like, I saw an iceberg or I saw a boat. And probably some of them did some whale watching. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This beer is called whale watching. I don't know if you saw that coming there, guys. I really thought Nate was going to pull one of these out, actually. That is what I was going to use, yeah. This is from Vinback and it's called whale watching. And it's a double draft, double IPA with... Uh, Mosaic Citra, Idaho 7, Strata, and Nelson. And Lord Nelson sailed, though, you know. This is so good. There's like a berry-ish taste of the hops that I could taste for the first time. Like Sometimes you read those in the tasting notes, you know, for a beer, and they're like, hints of candle opening. Like, no, it's not. You made that shit up. But I really do get that from this. It's really good. At my beer store, I bought a four-pack of that, and the guy who essentially owns the place and is the definitely the beer the the beer guy who you know picks all the beer he was like that beer right there that's i think my favorite beer of all time and i was like yeah it's good wow if you work in a beer shop and you could even remember beers from a few days ago you're doing better than i would <laughs> so it's finally little mermaid's birthday and so as a prize she gets to go look at ocean, uh, land people <laughs> that's 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 what's happening but her birthday's land in the winter mermaids so it's shitty up top Oh, she sees the icebergs. Yeah, she's she's, a, she's right. a winter baby. So she goes up top and is like, wow, it sucks up here. But she sees a boat. You know, if someone on this boat saw her, they would probably get ready because they would think she's something else. And, you know, oh boy. The, the the most feared enemy of the mermaid and of whales is the harpoon. <laughs> uh, this is a harpoon beer. This is the summer style one. A harpoon makes... Pretty mass-produced beer. That's all pretty fine. I don't. I don't think I've ever had this one. Tastes like summer. New England blonde ale, hazy and crushable. Um, I don't like when they say things are crushable. It just sounds like a dumb frat guy shit. Um, or a monster truck rally. <laughs> I have been to a monster truck rally, and yes, absolutely. Uh, it's fine. It's good. You know, it tastes very summery. It's very light and. Uh, you could have a lot of them because I'm not going to say crushable. It's calling it bingeable uh, is admitting failure in some way. <laughs> They're highly compressible. <laughs> <laughs> this is only five percent alcohol, so yeah, you can have twelve, fourteen, thirty-six of these in a day, and you'll be fine. I uh, I bought a, a case of Sam Adams recently, which is a similar kind of beer, and my wife was away for two days for work. So there was no one to judge me. <laughs> Just your daughter. She was in, she was asleep. She was four. She doesn't know anything. And so then as I like on like my seventh Sam Adams on a Monday night, I'm like, I feel nothing. This I've is, been training for this my whole life. I'm just drinking Chubb's water now. I'm just getting calories. It's like a nonsense beer. I really, I mean, it was I really very good actually. Sam Adams. Chubb's water is great. Chubb's water might be one of the worst phrases I've ever heard. Chubb's water. <laughs> 
it's what comes out of your ass after you have too much Taco Bell. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. <laughs> By the way, fun fact, Jimmy. The Little Mermaid, according to Wikipedia, was published to the day 150 years before you were born. Oh, happy birthday to me. Yeah. yeah. Hans Christian Anders was like, in 150... I don't know what the Danish accent sounds like. I'm going to go with Swedish. <laughs> in 150 years... Give it to God, all Ikea furniture. The only Danes we know are Mads Mikkelsen and Viggo Mortensen, and they barely have accents. Oh, no, yeah, they speak nine languages without any accent. And eight of them are useless. (laughs) 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 If you go to an employer and you're like, I am fluent, I have conversational fluency in Danish and Swedish, like, well, you might as well just tell me you know pig Latin and boar Latin. (laughs) Like, (laughs) those are equally useless. I hate to break it to you, every person in Denmark speaks better English than you. (laughs) (laughs) So then she goes up to the surface, and what does she see? She sees a boat with a hot boy. Yes, but with a hot boy that's dying because the boat is being like, it's in a storm, although I couldn't quite tell. The boat crashed. Being attacked by Moby Moby Dick, maybe? I don't know, because it's like broken in half. And it knocked it over. She she sees (laughs) T-Tog? What the fuck was his name? Queequeg? Queequeg, yeah. <laughs> you were close. That was pretty uh, close. <laughs> I only read so, Obi-Dick twice. The boat has been broken broken in half, and it's sinking. And, and the prince, who... I don't know how she knows he's a prince, because, like... he's the hottest. How would you... Yeah, that must be it. How would you even spot one if you've never seen one before? If you've ever seen humans before, how would you know? Yeah, he's... Definitely an important person, future person in their government. Like, how would you? Well, to to them, you know, the, the top half is basically mermaid. It's the weird dangly part beneath, and she's a princess, so she could probably spot a prince. They have an aura about them. She could tell because she's looking at them on the boat, and they're partying like it's nineteen ninety nine, and she's like, "That must be a prince." He's wearing all purple. No, <laughs> partying like happy. it's seventeen ninety nine. <laughs> so she sees that the boat is sinking and that the prince is sinking and goes and at first is like, oh, yay, he'll join me in the in the underwater kingdom. The and abyss. then she realizes a second later, oh, wait, no, they're humans. That doesn't work for them. They're going to be dead. I guess I have to save him. So she saves just the prince, lets everyone else on the boat die. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead except the prince. The prince, she swims to shore, which is, you know, miles and miles away, and leaves him there. And then as dawn is breaking, sees him like wake because he's been asleep. Like he doesn't like, or, you know, he almost drowned. So he's, you know, not quite un- remembering everything. He uh, should die of exposure at this point because he did fall into the sea in winter. She's been peeing in the water around him <laughs> from her up. cloaca. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I want—I actually did mean to look up what is a fish vagina called because we always say cloaca. They don't and, really have uh, it because they do everything like, externally. I'm Googling fish vagina. Oh God, Google fish vagina. Just look at the I pictures. Don't You'll know the, the one. Fish vagina, Michael. Yeah, you Damn do. It. Okay. Look at the images. The pictures are. Amazing. Whoa, that's got too many teeth. That's not a fish vagina. Because <laughs> that's like a half lamprey. the results are what to do if your vagina smells like fish. Yeah. The <laughs> top question is. How do you get rid of a fishy odor down there fast? <laughs> I got a whale of a stink coming off my vagina. A whale isn't a fish, Michael. 
Eight causes a fishy vaginal odor. What the fuck? All I want to do is see a fish vagina. <laughs> this is just rows of teeth. <laughs> all I want to do is see a fish vagina. None of these are pictures of fish vaginas because fish don't really have vaginas because all they're generally for fish. Reproduction is, is they external. Just spit out eggs. So he's lying dead on a beach, and she's like, "I'm gonna watch him wake up." And then suddenly, <laughs> that's not creepy. Yeah, you know, she wants to make sure he's okay while she like just watches because she's a fucking. She has to go back into the water. She can't get up on land because she's a half fish. She's got gills or something. I don't know. So she eventually wakes up, but there's like another lady there who wakes him up. And he thinks that this lady saved him. And the mermaid is like, what the fuck? I did everything, and this bitch gets, bitch, bitch gets the credit. This sucks. And so she goes back down to the water, and she's like, that sucks ass, but I'm still going to try and fuck that guy. How? With my fish vagina, I guess. I really hope one day I could lay about 400,000 eggs down, and he could jerk off onto yeah. them. That would be I've great. got a clutch ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes back down, and she's like, what am I going to do about this? And I don't know who the fuck she's talking to, but this is that time of the book where this is clearly written in a time where it was well established that everybody that read this was going to be a Christian person. And they're like, well... It's her grandma mm-hmm. who has 12 oysters on her fucking fin. I feel like that would like hurt, but I guess I don't have a fin. They're into body modification. I don't know. And the, the old lady is like, you know... Mermaids, we live for 300 years, but then it's just over because we don't have a soul. Humans don't live that long, but they have a soul so they can live on forever in, in, you know, in heaven or some shit or wherever they go. I don't know how she knows this because she's a fish. And so she's like, you know, you just enjoy being 300 years old and that's it. That's all we get. But they only live like, oh, they live much less lifespans, but they have immortal souls. And she's like, that sounds like a better deal. So... The Little Mermaid goes to the sea witch, who also doesn't have a name. She's just the, like, undersea witch and, and says, I oh, want to be not the a sand hu- witch, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a human. <laughs> and she says, I want to be where the people are and decides to... I want to uh, be part of their world. <laughs> and the sea witch says... Uh, and the sea witch says, yes, we, I can do that. It's a good thing you came today because tomorrow would be too late because we would have to wait another year. Boy, have I got a deal for you. Uh, but <laughs> I'm gonna, for, I will, your fins will turn into legs, but every time you walk, it will feel like, it'll basically be very painful. You feel like you're walking on knives. And, but do you still want to do it? She's like, yes. Oh, but also I'm going to need something. I'm going to need to. Well, it, it, she didn't say I need to take your voice. I think she cut out her tongue. She says, she, she did says cut like, out her tongue. You're going to feel like you're walking on knives. Also, you can't turn back. And if the prince marries somebody else, you die and you become sea foam. And also, I like your voice. I'm going to cut out your tongue, which doesn't really track, but it's a fairy tale. So you're like, okay, sure. So she's like, yeah, I could do all that. I really want to fuck this dude. And then she does just cut off her tongue. And at some point, I think it was her grandmother said, like, if you. If a human marries you, then they put they they put some of his soul into your hole, and then you have a soul too. And then you only can go if to he heaven. loves you more than his parents. Yes. <laughs> if he loves you more than his mommy and daddy, he'll give you a little bit of his soul, and he'll get to keep it. And that's the only way you get to have a soul because you're a woman. <laughs> so she goes to the beach and the little town, beach town where the prince lives. 
because he's prince of like three huts, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> he goes and then takes the takes the potion and then wakes up and she has legs, but she doesn't have any clothes and she just covers herself in her her hair. In her hair. And the prince is, comes and across her and he's like, there's this naked hot girl on the beach and she can't talk. I guess I'll bring her home. She sounds like she can keep a secret. <laughs> it's so creepy. It's really weird. So she's also a child. She's just so beautiful and is an amazing dancer, even though it must be very painful with those knife knife feet things going on. But he does not love her. No, he does not. He only loves the girl who he thinks saved him. So eventually the prince is like, well, I'm betrothed to be married. And he goes off to the, he gets, he gets on a boat with, with the little princess is with her, with him. And they go off and they, they sail to the other place and they get there. And then the princess there comes out and the prince is like, you're my little mermaid. This is where I got so confused because he says, you're my little mermaid to the other princess. I thought he said, like, you're the one who saved me. But yeah, that's what he means. No, but he, because he woke up on the beach with this lady over him and he thinks that she saved him. He doesn't understand how because she just left. Yeah. But he doesn't think she's, yeah, yeah, so think she's this a mermaid. Is, but, but at the same time, the actual little mermaid, he calls her, maybe he, he doesn't, doesn't call, call her, her my, little, my mermaid, little mermaid because they don't say the word mermaid. Like the humans don't know that they're real. I was really confused by this part, but basically, clearly, the prince is like in love with the other woman, and the merm and the little mermaid is like, "Well, it was nice, nice I knowing you." Explode. Like, as soon as he <laughs> consummates this marriage, I will cease to exist. She'll turn into sea foam as he lets loose his sea foam. <laughs> oh yeah. So okay, if you th- if you thought this book was weird so far, it's about to get way weirder. Right here at the end, because the Little Mermaid, instead of, like, somehow convincing the prince to love her as a, like, fucking normal story would, instead, she somehow, like, she just... I'm just gonna, she gives up. I'm just going to kill myself. No, no, she, she gives up. <laughs> yeah, she gives up, jumps off the boat, and then turns into No, no, air. no. Her, um, her sisters show up and say, hey, oh, yeah, we nice. got first, you this yeah. knife. If you stab the prince, logical. and then you get your blood all over your legs, it'll turn back into fish fish butt, and then you won't become sea foam. She's like, oh, cool, thanks. But but do you remember what they had to pay for that knife? They gave them all their hair. Yeah, they had to give the sea witch their hair. <laughs> so the sea witch is just making some sort of like Buffalo Bill costume. <laughs> I can hear it goodbye horses under the sea right now. It puts the lotion on its scales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tuck this under the sea. <laughs> Would you shuck me? I'd shuck me. <laughs> so stupid. It's <laughs> good. So then she's like, okay, I'll do that. And she walks over and she's like, actually, I don't want to stab this guy. I'm a good lady. And so she throws the knife away. And then she, instead of becoming seafoam, she ascends and becomes a sky spirit. And a bunch of other sky spirits are like, hey, welcome to being a sky spirit. Here's your orientation manual. Here's the onboarding. <laughs> here's the onboarding manual. <laughs> if you have any questions, there will be a time at the end. 
but letting you know we fly around and we can do whatever we want in the sky. And ever we smile at a child, we get a year off of our sentence because apparently they're all on parole. They're, 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 they're in, um, um, it's not purgatory, they're on probation. Yeah. It's like they're all in sky limbo. And once they do 300 years of hard labor of being a sky spirit, they get to go to heaven. But you lose a year off your sentence for smiling at a child, and you get a year. You get a you, day. I thought you, you get a whole, don't you get a whole year if like a kid is a dickhead? There's a line at the end. Because it's like the last paragraph. They're like, here's the rules, and then the but story But when we ends. see a naughty or a wicked child, we shed tears of sorrow. And for every oh. tear, a day is added to our time of trial. Yeah, so it depends on how much of a crier you are. A real bitch or not, yeah. So if you see a sad child, you get more time added to your sentence. It doesn't make any sense. And that's literally the end of the book. Yeah. It was, it was just not even like, she said, okay, cool. And she had a grand old time. And then she went to heaven eventually. It was just like, that's it. Here's the, the cliff notes of being a sky spirit, which you just found out about. And that's the end. In her defense, she lived under the sea. And then there's the land. And then there's the sky spirits above. She was like, you know, a couple levels removed from them. How would she know? Well, she didn't. Just instead of dying, she became a sky spirit. So clearly grandma's mythology was lacking. <laughs> well, what do the fish know of the sky? But also, she became a sky spirit because she was such a good girl. She would have become a seafoam if she had stabbed that dude. She, yeah, she or she would have ocean. been a fish again. This is, this is one that's clear that this is one of those stories written to make children behave. Yeah, don't stab your dad in the chest while he's asleep. <laughs> always do the right thing. Don't Just think like about Spike your Lee personal said. needs. Although yeah. the rest of the story wasn't about always do the right thing. It was about the only thing that matters if you're a girl is if you're pretty. And then, okay, so when we read Pinocchio, clearly they were a little, uh, it was just a series of little very short stories about how if you misbehave, bad things will happen. And then in the very end, he learns to behave and he was a good boy. And that was the whole thing. Whereas this, yeah. there's like stories about other random stuff, and then in, inserted in the last paragraph, oh, and when we see good children, we, it's better for us, and when bad, we see bad children, it's bad for us. And it's like that had nothing to do with the rest of the story. You gotta be good so that a sky spirit can get over his probation sentence because he <laughs> did some crimes when he was a young spirit. He wasn't bad enough for jail, but he's in probation now. And they want to go to heaven. And that is an insane thing to, <laughs> to tell a child. <laughs> it's not even like, if you're good, you'll go to heaven. It's like, if you're good, a sky spirit will get some of his sentence taken off. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> good behavior. You can have your sentence reduced. <laughs> Somebody else's sentence reduced if you have good behavior. It is funny how that one person is like, hey, you know, it might not even be 300 years. (laughs) (laughs) I can't find the line. It's it's all in the very end because that's the entire last bit. After 300 years, thus shall we float into the kingdom of heaven. And we may even get there sooner, whispered one of her companions. Like, I know a shortcut. (laughs) I heard about this one simple trick. <laughs> God hates this trick. <laughs> that sky, that sky spirit from two hundred years ago. You won't believe what she looks like now. <laughs> it's it's like that 
every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings, but more punitive. You know what? I like it that way because it's fucking bullshit that the angels only profit. I like that they could lose. They have skin in this game. Because <laughs> it's like, everybody's ringing the bell, angel getting wings all the time. But there's never anything like every time a bell falls in a pile of dog shit, an angel gets a thousand years more in its sentence. Like, it, every I would time like someone that. puts off a, like a bike horn, an angel gets chlamydia. <laughs> every time you hear a car horn play La Cucaracha, an angel gets kicked in the grundle. <laughs> <laughs> Really stupid, or the or that like uh, <laughs> the the ice cream truck song, the entertainer is that what it is? Oh yeah, or is it maybe no, it's brag? It's, no, it's uh, the entertainer. It depends on the classiness of your truck. It depends on the truck, but it, there was that whole thing of how it's like it's an old song that was mainly used in minstrel minstrel That's shows. Turkey in the straw, turkey in the straw. Yeah, no entertainer and maybe brag written by Scott Joplin, who was a black yeah. son of slaves. Yes, but so. the turkey turkey in the straw was that's a minstrel song and a lot of. Ice cream trucks, which is it. funny because like you, most products in a tur- in an ice cream truck, you don't eat with a straw and have no turkey in them, unless you order you know like the secret menu like at Starbucks. It's an ice cream sandwich with a turkey leg in the well, middle. I want, that, I want that turkey BLT cone <laughs> with sprinkles. <laughs> it's got an umami note to it. Uh, so it's a sweet bread sprinkles. <laughs> oh no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> It's chewy. These sprinkles are chewy. Uh, so I didn't really, I guess I never really thought about this being a, a book. Um, I guess, you know, on an unconscious level, you assume all those fucking things were used to be books or fairy tales, something like that. Disney, I did all not know of the one. early Disney movies were adaptations. Yeah. So I, I didn't know about this one. Uh, having read it, I, I'm glad that they changed most of it because this was fucking stupid. Yeah. Every once in a while, you get to a line, you're like, ah, that became a whole thing in the movie. They knew, they knew where the good parts Walt were. Walt Disney knew. Or, you know, whoever worked for him knew. I doubt he it was, was really involved. Oh, he was long dead. He was long dead by the time this oh, came Oh, yeah. Out. This was a more recent one. I'm sure they were like, wait, we haven't done this one yet? They've done every other fairy tale. Yet demanded that, that they cannot lose their copyright on Mickey Mouse. That's coming up, though. Yeah, finally. But for, for Disney's, like, whole, like, you know, first hundred years, it was like they were just using old, other old IP, essentially, because that's what these old fairy tales are, but then demanding that their copyrights could not expire. Isn't the one expiring just the Steamboat Willie version? Steamboat yeah. Willie's about to. Yeah. The finally, Disney was like, okay, lobbyists, we've, you've done a pretty good job. You can take a break. You can have Steamboat Willie, everybody. Right. So unless, so I'm sure Disney's, you know, slate of lawyers, man bear pigs, will attack anybody. You know, you can be like, all right, here's my, my Steamboat Willie, and they're like, no, that contains a buck tooth that wasn't seen until the 1929 film. (laughs) And they're like, oh, they'll get you with that. Yeah. I don't know if they own the copyright. For the Little Mermaid, I don't know how it works. I mean, you can make a mermaid story. I just, I guess, can't be this. Well, one. the elements that they kind of had to it that they invented for the film, though it that will still belong to Disney for many, many years. But I mean, I guess you know, if the stuff the, they invented, I'll give it to them. But so there's the image of Ariel because obviously this is just a a book. So they had to invent the entire image and a lot of the plot points and just the name Ariel by itself. And 
the Jamaican crab and all, all the stuff like that and all the songs. So Disney will still be able to profit from the copyright of almost everything related to the little mermaid for a while, another 80 years, 70 years. If you go to Copenhagen, there is a statue called the little mermaid. I have seen it. It is a bronze statue sitting on a rock and it looks nothing like the little mermaid. So not only did they change, like they made her a ginger, which, you know, hot. And then they made her barely legal. But then they also gave her those clamshell, the clamshell bra. Like, they, they, they made an entire new character, Nate. Like, oh, yeah, that's what I mean. 18 like, months older, wearing a bra. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> it's very different. It's, it's a whole new thing. Yeah. You know, like, there's one, dun, 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 da, da, dun, dun. And then Disney's just like, dun, 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 da, da, dun, dun. You know? So they're different. <laughs> Which that was exactly Vanilla Ice's defense, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, theirs goes dun 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 dun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like a, it's like a whole it's a cultural thing. Like you just like millions of tours and I fucking lined up like a schmuck. Hey, there's that statue. All right, great, let me go fucking go anywhere else but here. But I mean you know, the the Disney Corporation's practices are uh are, are something that are absurd. What I was really hoping to find, honestly, I was skimming through the Wikipedia page to see like how many Jewish names I could find to know that if Walt Disney was like, hey, I like that film about the, you gotta be a good Christian. And then like, give it to my Jews to make a movie out of. Because, you know, he was... <laughs> there is none of the Christian shit in the They left cartoon. all that out. Nothing about having a soul. They did put a big cock on the front of the movie. <laughs> Have you seen that? Have you seen the, the, the dick on the Little Marie cover? I thought it was like the dick in the... Unless that this is sex in the birds in Lion King, right? Oh no! Hold on, hold on. You gotta see. I'll I'll find the picture. It it was like a full fledged fucking cock and balls <laughs> is in the cover of the of the VHS tape, which I had this. So it's not like I I think that existed. I saw this as a child. So when you look at that, oh, that explains it. Okay. You look at the, the VHS, VHS tape, and then you look at the castle, right? Yeah. And right in the middle of it is a big, sparkly, golden <laughs> cock. <laughs> you see it? You'll never not see it. Yeah. The, all the towers look pretty big. But dead center. It has like a fucking foreskin. <laughs> it kind of does. It has sparkly smegma coming out of that day. <laughs> and you could see... And then when you then you zoom out, right? You see the big dick, and then look at King Triton's face, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's filthy. <laughs> and then Ursula's repulsed, like, oh, <laughs> 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 the fucking dong right in the cover of that DHS tape. We had this in my house. I remember that tape vividly. I remember it well. That castle looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> That castle looks like when I go to my uncle's house. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, the only the only other thing I noticed in this that I thought was potentially funny is in this translation, at least. There's a line that felt really. Um, there are two lines actually that stuck at me. One that was ridiculous was when they have some sort of event. The court and the mermaid singing or some bullshit. Well, she's not singing. Well, earlier on, it says the whole court applauded her with hands and tails. How do you clap a tail? They've got 
It's got two. You know, you've seen the Little Mermaid pictures. It's like the, the two ends. You know, there's a split in the middle. They're both doing it. Yeah, they both yeah. are doing it. <laughs> I, I, but that's not how. I don't fins think fish work. tails work like that. No, this is a mythical creature. They can clap a tail. Maybe, maybe it takes two. Maybe they have to like you it's know a group effort. It's high five, but for tails. <laughs> that I, that tails. I was willing to accept. That like you can you could applaud individually, but to fish, but to butt clap. You have to use your fish tails. But the other line that stuck out to me is just absurd because I was like, well, there must be some depth to this story. <laughs> and I'm not talking about fathoms. <laughs> <laughs> is when uh, Ariel goes up to the sea and she sees whatever bullshit. And just on all of the ships, the sails were reefed with fear and trembling. It's like, isn't that a Kierkegaard book? <laughs> fear and trembling a thing? In by Las that, Vegas? Oh, yeah, definitely. No, by that one other famous Dane. How do, how do, Kier- can sales have that? This, I mean, I, don't, I have no idea if they can, but I mean, the, the translation is pretty shitty. But Fear and Trembling is a book that had been, which, which didn't be published yet, but like that's the only other, you know, I like, guess where you, you get into your like literature class. Like, mm. what are they saying? And then you can bring in some Kierkegaard stuff. Yeah. But that, that is a, that is the name of Kierkegaard's like famous thing. <laughs> Weird. I was like, is this do old is this like the point where old Danish shit meets? <laughs> and then I stopped giving a fuck at all because the play, the story was terrible. Yeah. Well, enough over intellectualizing it. Should anyone read it? No. No. It only took like twenty know. minutes and they still shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Should anyone see the new movie? <laughs> I don't give a shit. I have no idea. I'm sure it's not very good just because all the other live action ones have not been very good. I find the idea of them repugnant because they're not very live action and they're not very good. You know, like, I haven't seen a single one. They're just vehicles to put a bunch of other celebrities into. It's just a way for Disney to make money. That's yeah, all. W- which Disney never struggled with before. I don't understand. No, but you can always make more. I mean, it's incredible. The, the, the machine that is Disney is, is an, an unbelievable thing. But the, when they make a live-action Lion King or Little Mermaid, and it's all CG... Yeah, there's not actually anything alive in the Lion King one. It, I thought that was absurd. Why would that... What? Did you see it? No. It wasn't refused. great. It wasn't terrible, but it's like, why did you do this? It, 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 they took out the special needs hyena. That's absurd. They take out all the fun... Of the cartoons. They make them like, like serious. overly serious and kind of just like grim. And it's just like, who is this for? It's for money. They're all for money. That's all. Yeah. The new one, Mermaid, I'm not going to fucking see it. Not because the mermaid is black, but because it's going to be not very good. All right. We solved it, boys. We, we figured it out. We, we, we figured out the problem. Yeah, no one needs to read this. That's the problem. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. The problem was that this came out and that when Disney made their movie, they didn't delete all copies of this original thing. So not, they they're not that they powerful yet, but they will be one day. Ability to alter Soon time. <laughs> they just purchase not only the the you know intellectual property, but all copies of it. <laughs> no, they'll just go back in time and kill him and then say they wrote it. All things will be Disney. Well, it's like the Borg. <laughs> we are Disney. <laughs> All art is Disney. To serve Disney. I mean, that's not how it works. Never mind. <laughs> it's a cookbook. <laughs> so um, no one should read it. And I don't want to read the other. I actually have a fucking 
the complete Hans Christian Andersen book someone gave me, and I don't want to read any of the other ones if this is like one of the better ones. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds terrible. Hands down. Could be a good punishment book. Yeah, it would be. You're reading 173 shitty stories. (laughs) Actually, we're pretty good. But uh, I don't want to do that to myself. Uh, right. Well, I guess uh, until uh, then. Tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter, drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And, uh, you know, the podcast is doing all right, but we're, we're, we're not below water. But if you want to support us, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash drunkguysbookclub and help us out there. Or just leave us a review. Or just go tell someone to, to listen to it. And apparently you could just shout that underwater and some people will understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, Drunk Eyes Book Club. I love that. That'll work too. And you can also find us on Goodreads under the sea and also above it. And just check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.